What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Holy fucking week. Right? Anybody else had a week? I've had a week. And it's been fast. And there's always so much going on, it seems like. You know, it, but it's just like this constant drive for me to find my balance. And you guys know that I preach on balance. You know, especially male balance. You know, balancing the masculine and feminine. You know, getting past the societal stereotype of what man is, you know, digging deeper, bringing out all the things that we were meant to be, you know, being completely human and connecting well and being present and all in an effort to create our strongest mission and to live a life with everything that we were intended to live it with. I just, it, I want you to know how much of a mess it really is. You know, if if your childhood was traumatic or, you know, had kind of a mess in it or you had relationships, you know, that were super traumatic or, you know, whatever, you know, all the little things that we soak up as kids can completely derail us from, you know, living our best life and not completely, like if we find ourselves, which I think most of us usually do, then we change paths. You know, that's that quarter life crisis or midlife crisis or I don't know in life crisis which <laughs> seems like that's probably the worst one but um, it's it's hard dude ladies and gents both of you um, girl dudes guy dudes all the dudes all all the dudes and if you're listening to this then it probably means that you know a little bit about me about my brand you know, I'm a coach, you know, that I like to provoke, you know, that I like to challenge, I might come off as an asshole. Uh, but then again, why would you be listening to it then? But you kind of know what I'm about a little bit. And if you don't, maybe we should do an updated episode. Maybe I should fill everybody back in. But to get formal, I'm your host, Zach Henson. And I am a development coach. I am the guy that works with men or speaks to men about who we need to be to create an amazingly strong, fulfilling life and future because I think the future of the world has a lot to do with uncovering their real power and essence and the fully present man. So I want you to know that I did a study. And for those of you who don't know what that was about, um, who may not have seen the talk about it, if you're just now joining um, and figuring out who I am, there is a study that I started because I wanted to figure out what us men were having trouble with. I wanted to know what women were having struggles with men with, if that makes sense. And... I wanted to figure out 
what it meant to bring the feminine back into the male entity, the male human experience. And I found a lot. And because I found a lot and because I became emotionally invested in this, I had quite the expression and that will be this episode. And then I think I'm actually going to create another episode on the results of that study because there's a lot. And I haven't even given out the results anywhere else on that study because there's a lot to finish. And I struggled with it for a long time. Something that I thought was going to be two weeks long ended up being months long. And I got discouraged because of the lack of structure that I had in it. Um, some some uh, pushback on the subject. And just because it was hard to understand and it was hard to dial people down and get interviews done. And I finished it because I think I owed it to the people that helped me and to the people that support me. Because there are a lot of people that believe in whatever this is, this masculine feminine balance, this balanced man that I'm chasing to uh, uncover and define. So if you're still there, hold strong. And let's tap into the first part of this. And I hope it does something for you. Episode 33. The balanced man will dominate the future. I want to be very upfront in my belief. I want you as the listener to know how I see the world from this particular dimension. I want you to know why it is that I believe so deeply in this work. The work of creating balanced men. But first, I think it's my responsibility to tell you why it means so much to me how it's changed my life, and how I think it can change yours. Whether you've come to this episode as a man or a woman listener, I want you to know there is something here for you. This idea of a balanced man will affect us all. And why? Because it affects us now. The lack of it affects us now, and the challenge to become it. To me, this is how I see the world changing. I believe in this so deeply because I've intimately done so much transforming and life-changing work for myself. I stepped into a darkness over and over again and found myself stepping out as something more real. It's as if I'm peeling away layers off of myself and the rawness of it is painful, but the more I peel, the more I can breathe. The more I can be a part of the world as I always was supposed to be. This is for all the men that struggle with identity. This is for all the men that have suffered so long, who have rejected themselves and suppressed their personality and passion for so long that they've forgotten that they were ever different. And this is for the women that have been confused as fuck by the men of today, by the men of yesterday, for the women that are losing hope and just want to see a slice of that truth. I hope it helps you all in having faith in the men of today and the men of tomorrow. What I can tell you is that there is so much that we were never supposed to be. Our connections with women 
was never supposed to be this superficial. Our hearts were never meant to be so still, and our souls were never meant to be so diminished. And there's a lot to say for our history, for what we didn't know, for what we biologically and primally just went after. But coming into our intelligence and our wisdom, we have so much more that we need to assess and we need to bring into balance. I apologize in advance for the passion I'm about to voice. I don't do it to make others feel shame or to belittle any of us. I do it to bring to the surface what has been continuously blanketed by the evil of the world. The truth is, words can hurt. A voice can inflict physical pain. But it's up to us as individuals on how to receive that pain, how to receive that information. Will we make excuses about not knowing? Will we take on the pain and rebuttal with the argument of what's quote-unquote supposed to be? Or will we take a strong voice and reflect on it? Will we face that said evil and make ourselves better? Will we invest for the opportunity to create a stronger world tomorrow when we're no longer here? Will we do that for future generations? In a world numbing us and psychologically retaining us from our greatest potential and chaining us down to a point where the only place we feel safe is within ourselves and placing ourselves to maintain self-safety rather than risking for the masses in order to create love and safety for all of us. I see flaw and failure in everyone. It's ever-present, and it's fucking supposed to be. So the irony is that we are supposed to accept flaw and failure in each other, right? But how is it that we are sensitive to owning it? How is the world trying to create an image of flawlessness and perfection when that exact endeavor is what causes us to crumble? It takes away our ability to have a strong foundation with emotional and mental health. In a world with so many people and so many ways to connect, we are more lonely than ever. We compare one another secretly. We shame each other for what the other isn't, but we do it under our breath. We attack ourselves for having flaw and not finding full success in life, whatever the fuck that means. And at the center of all of this self-destruction is the human himself. The intelligent being is not described as the pure or the angelic. Intelligent just describes as an ability, and that ability encompasses our weakness as much as it does our strength. It's been a man-led world for a long time now. Some would argue that it's the male power that we need to keep structure in this world, and others say it is also the suppressive entity that is forcing us to crumble. The argument today is about the patriarchy, if in fact it does exist. It's about what this world has left behind in its constant need to grow and learn and become wise. Whatever it is, it's disallowed our ability to grow. It's pitted us against each other. And it's used men to create fear and scarcity and aggression and separation. There is no doubt that we are intelligent beings. But what causes us to give significance to one life and ignore another? Men today are unbalanced. I will adhere to that. I'll glue myself to that fucking pillar. Because there has to be a reason for so much of the mess we have today. It's not entirely men. But that mess is the separation of men and women, and men from men. It's our inability to understand each other, 
It's our lack of control in our emotions. It's our obvious self-destruction that shows itself in the form of depression and suicide and abuse and violence. And it's our own fault for ignoring the needs of men. It's society's fault of forcing them to suppress who they were starting from the womb. And it's the expectation for men to be everything, all-powerful and all-knowing, yet also be vulnerable and intimately versed in the ways and expectation and needs of the women we strive to be the equals of. I speak to this because I know it. I was the suppressed and the half-empty man, and I became the balanced and confident man I am today. And I still have work. Men will call it bullshit. Men will say that it's weak. Men will say that it's destructive of the current man, and this is our weakness. We are so strongly connected to the simplicity of who we are, what we were told we are, that we are convinced of it. Or are we really just afraid of our dark corners? I think it's a bit of both, actually. It's not confidence. It's fear of the unknown that has us thinking we know. In the beginning of my suppression, I knew something hurt, but I didn't have the wisdom or the confidence to even question it. I had been told what a man was. I had been intimidated into it. The only teachings of masculinity then were what I came to believe just as so many other boys. I was preached it by my fathers. I was shown it in the movies, and I was challenged with it through my friendships and what was expected of me. I loved the hero's journey. I still kind of do, actually. It felt powerful. It felt just. It felt chivalrous and honorable. And today, we do need heroes. But not in the form that we think we need them. Our biggest problem with heroes? We give them the label. But we don't give it a description. We don't teach men how to truly be heroes. Because it's only left up to interpretation. And our society has failed us in giving us the right tools to become our best. We are shown leaders without understanding why they're leaders. What isn't shared and taught is left up to the imagination. And what is shared and taught can be horribly superficial and a full closed-minded perspective and painfully simple. Without teaching and allowing boys fundamental feelings and emotions, our idea of quote-unquote leader can be skewed. Do we really need another Hitler? (laughs) As boys... The biggest issue is the suppression of our emotions. Boys are being molded by the very same men that were also molded to be emotionally suppressed. We are told how powerful we should be without giving us the right challenge to do so. We are told to be powerful, but not in a way that parallels our own power and love of life or passions. We are being told how to attain women without being shown what attraction really is to them. And we're told everything that we're not supposed to be when it's too closely related to the opposite gender? Should we really be looking to men to teach us what women are attracted to if they themselves aren't getting it right? Why are we not asking women of what they are attracted to? My answer? Fear. Because men should already know, right? And if we act or think or speak in the feminine, then we are doing it wrong. Most of our world has been genderized. Pink for girls, blue for boys. Pink used to be a boy's color, FYI. Success and money are for men. Mothering and nurturing are for women. A football player is a man's passion. And ballet is for the ladies. Strength, sports, and yelling are for men. Yoga and crying are for women. 
we're shaming so much passion and interest due to labeling gender and what's allowed to us. So truly, this across the board has affected both men and women. Gender labeling the world has asked both of us to feel shame for something we may inherently and secretly truly love. This is injustice to our character. It is an unlawful execution of the full and free chance of the human experience. I spent all of my teenage years and all of my 20s trying to be something that I wasn't. I tried to fake my confidence to attract women. I bought things that looked impressive. I sold myself, and basically my fucking soul, to work that I had no desire in besides the attraction of money. I had a constant twist in my stomach and a pressure in my fucking chest. I was aching to be the ideal man. And I couldn't wait for the day that I found everything that I wanted, that I would have control of my life, and I could say that I made it. Except it all felt wrong. I thought it was right, but it hurt. And I was about to lose all knowledge of my identity. And as soon as she left me, as soon as she broke my heart, and soon after I realized that if I could lose her and have nothing, that I had to find what made me indestructible. I had to find out who I was. No more of this manly exterior bullshit. I didn't know what I was supposed to be, but it wasn't fucking that. For all the years that I had no courage to live the way that I loved, for all the time that I spent practicing looking confident instead of being it, I didn't have anything to lose. I had lost the person that loved me, and I realized I had no love for myself. This is where so many men are, unfortunately. They are convincing themselves of what they should be, not pushing themselves to be what they can be. Men are being half-human. They refuse to cry. They refuse to be vulnerable in front of their partners. They refuse to ask for help. They use porn and alcohol and all sorts of entertainment to bring them joy and deflect from their pain. They are constantly running from the uncomfortable and therefore have absolutely no skill in emotion. Yes, emotions aren't just felt. They also have the ability to make us successful in all of our relationships. But... I think it will create something beyond fathomable for the women we love. The balanced man is necessary for the women we want to love. If we are unbalanced, we will either attract an unbalanced woman or we will create imbalance in the women who try to love us. I think that in our journey to become a better man, we will know a love no deeper than our partners. Why? Because women are love. We know how to love but women created it. The more she can trust you to be authentically you, to be unafraid, to be vulnerable, to not be tainted by the world's fake imagery, the more she will open. She will be a strength you've never felt before. That healthy connection that women can give us is why we fight for love in the first place. The deeper you open her, the more trust she has in you, the more she will be there for you always, the more she will take your pain and dissolve it within her purity. I think the highest version, the most impactful version of ourselves is attainable by becoming balanced and true, but our fullest version is only attained by the love of women that support us and show us the deepest corners of love. They are the key to living our lives full, above and beyond our status as legendary men. No matter your goals and aspirations, the experience is heightened by the love of women through our lives. 
They have an ability to bring us calm, to warm us into presence, and to open our hearts more than we can open it ourselves. In our own balance, they are the ones that help keep our trajectory pure, our compass straight, and they bring the balance of the life experience. This goes for all of our connections, from our mothers to our lovers. We learn from them all. They reconnect us to nature, and they pull us away from the constant logic of forward motion. They give us recovery in the small moments in our mission. A balanced man will know women in a far more satisfying manner than the man who never leans in. The unbalanced man will know sex and love, but may never know true intimacy and unfathomable love. This is what you have to look forward to, and you don't have to feel it to know it exists. Believe in your intuition. Men do have it. Search for this type of love by first searching yourself. The little boy that was suppressed and told how to be a man is still there. He's there screaming and fighting, not only to be heard, but to be given the chance to be real. This is why we search. And the shadow of this little boy is our link to our pain and acting out as men. It's the link that causes us to lash out, to voice intimidation, to plan domination, and to crush others in order to get there. That unheard and unsupported little boy is the exact reason why we don't have the patience, understanding, or empathy for our relationships or our friendships. To those little boys, we are living in a world of fear, protecting ourselves, assuming and predicting attacks by women that aren't a reality. We live in a world of scarcity and attach ourselves to our success for the fear of being exiled, for being outside the norm. We don't want to be left alone in the dark. Not again. Because that's what our adolescent suppression was. It forces boys to think that they have no chance at survival unless we mold to expectation, leaving behind our genuine personalities, our passions, and our freedom to feel unapologetically and be supported by our people, our community. We don't know empathy and compassion because we don't know how to have it for ourselves. We don't know how to face oppression and accept ourselves and our own desires. So, how the fuck then do we change? How do us men, being the skeptics that we are, find truth in this full human experience and learn how to feel, how to communicate, how to allow ourselves passion and full access to our emotions again? How do we become complete? Well, first of all, if you're still in disagreement of this message, turn away now. Because it's only one of two things. Either I'm completely wrong or you're not ready. It's in our nature to question. But we can't learn without learning to lean in to the uncomfortable. And out of all of your success as a man, if you can lean in here, you'll remain the same until you are open-minded enough to explore. I say this because I was also this man. It took depression, counseling, and some medication to get me to open my mind. And I'm thankful for that part of my life. Every fucking day. I don't recommend intentional trauma, but fuck. If you are able to come out on the other side, the life gains on the other side are epic. What can you truly lose by leaning in to this dark corner? What do you have faith in, men and women? What do you believe is true? 
Are you willing to have faith in something you know nothing about? Are you able to lean into something that feels uncomfortable, that may be wrong? Because guess what? You know your way back. So what's the real issue with trying? I only ask that men start questioning everything, and it's going to take some humility. Everything that they are and have been. That is the single most important thing that has changed my life. No matter where I stood, I learned I had to give grace to outside perspectives and to arguments. I questioned my own adherence and proof about what life was and what it was about. I started asking the world for advice and for knowledge, not what I should do and how I should think. And I swallowed the fucking pill with the complete understanding that it may truly fuck me up. And to my surprise, it didn't. I grew into my own because I was able to filter information coming in rather than gluing myself to it and being convinced by it. It made me stronger. It made me wiser. It made my relationships better. It made me more confident. It made me more attractive to women. It made me more masculine than I have ever been in my entire life. Why? Because the authentic version of yourself, the real, unapologetic, passionate self will always be the strongest version of you. My old masculine was fake, and I'm betting that yours probably is too. Don't like it? Then dive into all the things I spoke of before and prove me the fuck wrong. Show me that money and podiums and Ferraris and your trophy wife that looks like a Barbie are all that matter. Show me that never feeling and never learning the ways of women and controlling them and convincing them of solution is the positive. Give me your all in saying that having vulnerable conversations with other men, asking for help, seeing a therapist, crying on a deadlift platform, dancing like a fool, loving sunsets, reading about how to be better at sex, asking your wife for advice, swapping feminine and masculine energy with her, telling other men that you're wrong, saying sorry, all of this. Fucking convince me that all of this shit is the way to be a weaker man. Just live a piece of this world and tell me I'm wrong. What I want you to ask yourself is, is that uncomfort? Is that part of your life never being experienced? Will it be worth it in the end? Will you regret never facing it? Never finding out for yourself if what I say is true. Because there's more to living fully than being financially free, than seeing every piece of the world, than having a yacht and all the women. Your life will never be truly full by accomplishing all of your external success. You have to become skilled and expressive with your internal self too. Don't let the world fool you. You can run from this your whole life, but you'll never leave this world without it. And when you no longer have time, what will you be okay with not attaining? Will you be okay never knowing deep, successful intimacy? Will you be okay with not knowing what it means to be present? To slow down? To not focus on the future? To know you never took enough time to support and truly love others? To know you spent more time on being your best and never helping others be theirs? Will you be able to die not knowing the real unknown? Looking into a woman's soul through her eyes as you both reach orgasm. Embracing a child in pure pain or complete happiness and forgetting that a world exists outside of you. 
Can you live without dreaming so intimately about the edges of the universe that you cry? Can you move on without knowing what it's like to break your own heart open by giving yourself completely to passion of the things that you love, the contribution the world needs? Will you die on your deathbed knowing you passed up being something important to this world and all because you decided to avoid connection with your true self? This work isn't impossible because we're men. All of the internal things are the same as the external. We just haven't had great practice. Emotional intelligence is a practice. Mindfulness, compassion, empathy, presence. It's all skill. Internal skill. This is what I suggest. Before anything, open up your communication with both men and women in your life. Do it in all the uncomfortable times. Talk about all of the hard shit. Start reading books on the topics that interest you most, the things that pain you most, the things that confuse you most, that frustrate you most. But it really takes purposely disconnecting from our masculine, our drive, our work, our planning, our logic, and giving ourselves into presence. Giving ourselves the ability to disconnect from deadline and accomplishment. We can learn a lot by keeping our minds in one place. You'll realize what I mean when you're able to be patient. When it comes to your communication, practice listening, always. And not just with her, but with everyone. Not talking or fixing, just listening. Listening in order to learn, in order to live another person's perspective. There are two things I recommend more than anything for your progression knowledge and experience your best version of man is ready to be a part of this world now in the future we have a lot to undo but we've never been in a more open-minded and supportive world there's a huge majority to fight against and that can be intimidating i get it most of the average men in your life will question what you do and how you act they may even decide to shame you out of it but you're leveling up. Do not underestimate your ability to fill life with a full experience. Until next time, there is power here, gentlemen, and it's up to us to take hold of it and to change everything. I may be a provocateur, but I am also an ally to all who want to grow. I love you all. Creed Soldier, out. All right, guys, if you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title, even if... All you need is that confidential space to talk. 
I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming.